How I Became a Ghost, Chapter 24, A Soldier's Vow In spite of the freezing cold, Joseph fell asleep in minutes. His blanket was soon covered in snow. I knew he was exhausted from the long day of rescuing Naomi, setting fire to the soldier's camp, rushing Naomi to the bone picker's wagon, and catching a raccoon with his bare teeth. I sat, watching him sleep. I was neither tired nor cold. Life is very different as a ghost, I told myself. I learned something else that night. Without sleep, life as a ghost can be boring. That must be why ghosts know everything, I thought. While everybody else is sleeping, they float around and see what's happening. I closed my eyes tight and imagined the soldiers' camp. When I opened them, I stood by the burning wagon. The soldiers had tried to put the fire out with buckets of snow, but the wagon was destroyed. Piles of smoking embers were all that remained. Round man leaned against a tree, wide awake, with his shotgun over his lap. The other soldiers were asleep in their wagons. I searched the wagons till I found leader. He was tossing and turning, adrift in a nightmare of the fire and Naomi's escape. I will kill you for this, he called out in his sleep. His anger was strong, and I knew he would seek revenge in the morning. I returned to my family's camp. Everyone was safe and sound asleep. Nita lay between her mother and father. She smiled and waved at me. Where have you been? Jumper asked. Jumper, I said. I've missed you. Yeah, life's not the same without you either. Is everything okay? I asked. Okay for now, but stay close in the morning. Trouble's coming. That's what everybody says. Well, everybody is right. The soldiers will be looking for you, you know. How do you like my little act? Jumper said with pride. I jumped in the river and got their attention so you and Joseph could save Naomi. That water was cold, but it was worth it. You were great, Jumper. But this battle is not over quite yet, I said. Get some sleep, and I'll see you in the morning. Chapisa Lechike, Jumper said. When he saw the surprised look on my face, he added, What? You never heard a dog speak Choctaw before? Jumper, you have to be the smartest dog in the world. Yakoke, said Jumper. I waved goodbye as I floated away. The light of day came slow and quiet that morning. No red streaks in the sky announced the sunrise. I circled the soldiers' camp till one by one they rolled out of bed and joined Leader by the campfire. Stay together today, Leader said. We will find the girl. She and her family will pay. Feed the horses well and carry extra shotgun shells. If anyone runs, shoot them. Do you want anyone to guard the camp? asked Pointy Nose. No, shouted Leader. He grabbed his shotgun and walked slowly to Pointy Nose. Ask me that again, he said in a low and menacing voice. Do, do you want anyone to guard the camp? Pointy Nose stammered. Leader tilted his hat to the back of his head and looked to the sky. Every soldier stared at him, unsure of what he would do next. Leader took a step back, lifted his shotgun to his shoulder, and swung it hard at the skinny soldier. Pointy Nose fell to the ground with blood flowing from a cut in, on his forehead. Do you have your answer? Leader shouted. No guards, you are not getting out of this. Round Man leapt to his friend and wrapped a cloth around his head. Blood soaked through the cloth and Round Man packed the wound with snow to stop the bleeding. Now, said Leader, saddle your horses and let's go. 
We will search every wagon, starting with the Choctaw Councils. Climb in the wagons and search in every corner. When you find the girl, bring her to me. As the soldiers mounted their horses and stepped to the icy road, leader shouted, Someone will die today.